Y'all, I know I have been gone for a minute. Okay, I've been gone. But let me start by saying that I had the best intentions. I had the best intentions to get back started up this fall, start putting out the episodes again. Um, and I apologize to those of you who have inquired about these episodes. Thank you for holding me accountable, uh, checking in, sending me emoji eyes, all of the things, all of the things that you did uh, to get me back here. Uh, but can I also say, and this is not an excuse, but can I also just say that 2021 though, <laughs> Thanks for tuning into the Jesus Affirms Me podcast, affectionately known as The Jam. My name is Audrey and I'm your host. I invite you to click the subscribe button if you haven't already done so, do it now. And also follow the Jesus Affirms Me page on Instagram at Jesus Affirms Me. I can't wait to connect with you. Welcome, enjoy the show, and remember that Jesus loves you. No lie, I just thought that we would come into this year and not that things would be the way that they were exactly before 2020, but I thought that we would at least be in the endemic instead of still in the midst of the pandemic uh, with all of the new variants every time you look around. But I just thank God that he has kept me. And if you're listening to this, that he has kept you too, and that he will continue to keep us. Uh, but what I do want to do is I do want to take a moment to just um, acknowledge the lives that were lost over the course of this year. Um, unfortunately, there were a lot of deaths in 2020, and there were a significant amount of deaths in this year as well. Um, I know my family, for one, experienced quite a few deaths related to COVID this year. And so I just want to take a moment to acknowledge the lives that were lost. And I also want to encourage anyone who is listening in, who is grieving or have found themselves grieving, themselves grieving over the course of this year. Um, and just to, you know, let you know, to be encouraged that God is in control, that the things that are happening, these things that are transpiring, though new to us, they are not new to God um, and they are not a surprise to him. And he is still on the throne. He is still yet in control. And we thank him for that. And so I just thank you for tuning in. Thank you for uh, continuing to be on the lookout for more Jam podcast episodes. Uh, I missed y'all. I hope that you missed me too. <laughs> and um, I'm really excited to, to be back here. So Usually when I record an episode, you know, I have this grand plan and, you know, I have these things that I want to talk about and talking points because I am a planner. Um, and then I had some plans for this episode, but the more that I thought about it, I'm like, man, I just kind of want to talk. Like, I feel like I have a lot to say. Um, and I won't say all those things in this episode because uh, they'll probably be random and all over the place. But there's just a few things that... Um, that I think are important to highlight in this episode. So obviously I am recording this episode, it is December, it is almost you know a whole new year. And I'm just really, I don't know that flabbergasted is the right word, but I'm really taken aback by the success of this podcast. So the Jesus Affirms Me podcast, it launched in, the, in January of 2020. Um, 
I didn't know, you know, <laughs> where this was going to go, um, how successful it was going to be. I just knew that I liked to communicate and um, I wanted to share, share some thoughts within uh, the Christian community for young people, uh, topics that I thought were important um, and just celebrate some things, right? Celebrate some things that are that aren't often celebrated in our Christian community. And so what I want to do is I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for tuning in to this podcast, for listening to the episodes. Uh, year to date, we're at about 1,500 listens so far. I don't know 1,500 people, <laughs> though I'm sure that it's like, you know, the same people listening to each episode, but that has to be a lot of people listening to each episode still. Um, I'm an accountant by day at night, not so much, so I can't really do the math, but I just truly, truly, truly want to thank you for listening, for sharing, uh, for offering even encouraging words when you've listened to an episode and maybe it touched you in a way that I didn't think that that it would. Um, but thank you for reaching out, uh, for sharing with your friends and in your circles of influence, sharing on your social media pages and all of that jazz. Thank you so much. Um, and then for the folks that have offered up uh, topics of discussion, thank you. People that have uh, kindly uh, entertained me by agreeing to be guests on the podcast. Thank you so much. Um, and man, just thank you to my village. I appreciate y'all. Um, I appreciate you whenever I have new ideas for uh, speaking into those ideas and encouraging me in them. Because if you know me personally, then you know, um, if I have an idea to do something, I'm probably going to do it, um, just at least to figure out, you know, if it's a good fit. If it don't work out, then I have no problem walking away from something. Um, but, you know, I just like to try my hand at different things. And so I appreciate that the podcast has garnered the success that it has. And I know that it is by the Lord. It is by the grace of the Lord. It is by the moving of the Holy Spirit that it is nothing that I am doing. Um, but hopefully I am allowing um, myself to be hidden by the cross and for God's work to be done the way God's work needs to be done. So anyway, thank you all for that. Um, again, I am so happy. Uh, I'm hoping that the podcast will continue to grow and to keep going and that, you know, I will continue to have topics to explore great guests on the episodes and, um, that it'll continue just, uh, making whatever, um, mark in this world that is making. So thank you again. Um, can't thank you enough, man. So we are in December. Okay. Uh, this year went by really fast and uh, I've been doing a lot of just sitting and thinking about all of the plans that I made throughout the year. And a lot of those plans did not come to fruition. Um, they are still just plans. Nothing ha has happened with them. Um, and before I would be really like hard on myself, right? I'd be like, dang, Audrey, uh, you're not being as productive as you should be, or, you know, you could be doing this, this, this. But lately I've been doing more thinking about the why, you know, I don't want to be someone that's doing stuff just to kind of do it, just to get it done, or, you know, just to check stuff off. Like I want to say, okay, I have this thing, you know, this plan, but what's the why behind it? Like, what am I, what am I looking to come of it? What benefit will it serve? Um, what mark will it leave? You know, and, and sometimes, you know, I could I could go I could take it a little bit too far. You know, I get lost in my thoughts and and that could also hinder me from <laughs> from moving forward and doing things. But seriously, like, have you ever just stopped to wonder, like, why we do certain things or why we feel like we need to do things? 
You know, is it because it's a true goal and it's something we want to see through the end? Is it something that uh, we're using to kind of lift ourselves up, to put ourselves on a pedestal? And, you know, just go with me for a minute. Like, I know that I'm probably just kind of like talking right now, right? I don't know if it's making sense, uh, but hopefully it will. Hopefully I'll, I'll bring this thing all around and there will be a point. But have you just wondered, like, why am I doing this? Case in point, the Jesus Affirms Me podcast. Why am I hosting this podcast? And for me, it's very important that I don't make this podcast about me, about Audrey. It's important for me to keep this podcast pointed at Jesus. Now, the topics will be relevant to you know our current day, but my hope is that in each podcast, the directive and the position that I'm pointing you to is toward our Lord and Savior Jesus and how we cannot do this life without him. You know, his affirmation of us is the only affirmation that matters. Um, and I think I, I had said in maybe the very first podcast episode when I was talking about the name, you know, the name behind this podcast, Jesus affirms me um, because Jesus is where our faith and where our identity should be grounded. And I know that it's hard, especially for us millennials who are, you know, we're on social media all the time and we're living in this, this state of comparison and envy and wondering, you know, why, why me, Lord, or why not me, Lord? You know, and so I just hope that, you know, at the end of the day, there's something that you're getting from this podcast that will point you back to the loving arms of Jesus and knowing that he has not forgotten about us. Uh, he is very interested in the things that, that we're interested in. So if there's questions that we have, there's no question that God can't can't answer. There's no no situation or, or thing that we can be going through that, that Jesus will not understand because Jesus was fully God, but he was also fully man, you know? And so in being fully man, he was fully emotive. He, he had emotions. He understood emotions. Uh, he had hunger pain. So when you're hangry, he can understand that. You know, there's nothing that we don't have to keep our lives separate. We don't have to say, okay, well, you know, this Christian life, I'm a praise Lord and praise the Lord. But, you know, every other day of the week, I'm out, I'm at my job and, you know, with my friends or out in the public or hanging out or going to brunch and all these things. And Jesus wouldn't understand like this part of my life. No, Jesus wants the whole part of your life. So whatever it is you're doing, you know, I pray that you're you're offering whatever your life looks like and consists of that you're offering that thing back to Jesus and allowing him to pour into, you know, whatever it is you're doing, whether it's your decision making and all that kind of stuff. So and sometimes with doing the Jesus Affirms Me podcast and thinking through like, man, what do I want this to look like? I have to pause and be like, you know what? Nah, what does God want this to look like? And I would encourage you and whatever you're doing, whether you're pursuing, you know, another job or career field or going back to school or, you know, starting a family or dating or whatever that thing is, man, what's the why? You know, and ultimately, I would even venture on to say that uh, the answer or the response to our why should somehow in some way or another uh be pointed towards the glorification of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Like we shouldn't be trying to do anything, you know, just for ourselves. We should be like, okay, I want, you know, I want to be in a relationship. I want to be married, Lord. How can, how will you be glorified in that? 
you know? Um, and so ultimately that's what, that's what our why should be pointing us to. And so, yeah, so that's what I've been kind of like thinking through with my plans. Like, you know, I'm making all these things and they sound really great on paper, but if they're not glorifying God, then what's the point? You know, if the, if the things that we're doing, you know, the things that we're saying and, you know, how we're dealing with people and how we're loving on people, if, they, if there's not glorifying God, if we're not pointing folks to Jesus, then what is the point? You know, if the ultimate goal is for us to one day live in an eternity with our Lord and Savior, then everything we do here should technically be preparing us for that, right? Because we're just pilgrims passing through here. Our lives here will not be forever, but our time with the Lord, if we're in the Lord, if we if we die and we're in the Lord, our time with the Lord will be for an eternity, right? And so let's not let's stop separating our plans from from God. You know, God is our plan. God should be in our plans. He should be intertwined. Like we should be talking these things over with the Lord. Like for me in my house, because I live alone, I'm always talking, you know, I'd be like, well, God, you know, it's me and you. So I'm just, you know, <laughs> just going to be talking. And, you know, I realized after I just said that, that, that may make me sound a little bit cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, but I'm okay with that because the why behind me being cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs is the Lord. Um, so yeah, so that's one of the things that I wanted to talk about. Um, hopefully that made sense. So the next thing I want to talk about um, is Advent. We're in December. It's almost Christmas. In fact, by the time this episode drops, Christmas will be about six days away. So as we're heading into this Christmas season, let's talk about Advent. And the reason I want to share a little bit about Advent right now is because when I was thinking through Advent and thinking about Christmas, I realized that the term Advent is very new to me. I think I learned about this term um, maybe about seven or eight years ago, because prior to that, I was very unfamiliar with this term. I don't think I'd ever heard it before, uh, because for me growing up, Christmas was just Christmas, right? Uh, a time to get some presents, to spend time with family back in the day, because I do live in Florida, but I do remember a time when it used to get a little chilly around Christmas time, be a little cold outside, you know, where everybody had their little sweatsuits on and whatnot. And I just want to plug right here and say that I do hope that sweatsuits, you know, come back around just like everything else did. Um, and I see that they are kind of coming back, but they're a little expensive right now. So anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, but yes, so it used to be sweatsuit season and everybody would be out riding their bikes and all that kind of stuff. Um, and it just felt like there was like a feeling at Christmas time uh, where like, I don't know, people just seemed more joy, jolly or joyful and, you know, different things. And so now, though, because, uh, again, I, I live in Florida. So if you don't live in Florida, you're listening to this. Um, we get it's a little hot. You know, <laughs> the past few Christmases, you know, it's like 80 degrees, you know, so there's no real need to wear a sweatsuit. I guess you could if you wanted to. But, you know, you might take it off before the end of the day. Um, and so. Because I've I've gone a long time with Christmas feeling a certain way on the day, you know, I've I've noticed that I've I've said, you know, sometimes oh, it doesn't really feel like Christmas. But what does that even mean? Because if Christmas is about Jesus, you know, and Jesus hasn't gone anywhere, then why doesn't it really feel like Christmas? Right. And so y'all track with me a little bit because I'm allowing you into some of the thoughts that that I be having. And uh, sometimes I kind of trip myself up because I can overthink some things. But the more I think about Advent, I feel like this term suffice the season a little bit more than Christmas. Um, and I hope that this 
that this is is making sense um, because I feel like Christmas has become so commercialized and it's all about, you know, what am I going to gift to someone or what am I going to receive from someone that it, it, it really, we really lose sight of Christ in Christmas. But when I read about Advent, to me, it gives it like, it gives Christmas a little bit of a facelift, I think, um, because in Advent, we're really looking at like, uh, looking at Jesus, like, because Advent generally means like the coming or the arrival of the Messiah. I really love that I've learned about this Advent term because every year now, like I'm reminded, you know, to sit, man, to just sit and, and think through like, what does that even mean? What does it mean to wait in great anticipation for like, obviously we're looking at the second coming of Jesus, but even as the Jews were waiting for this promised Messiah, this savior, you know, many of whom didn't get to physically see Jesus when he was born because it was so many hundreds of years later, but they, they literally lived their lives kind of like we're living as modern day Christians waiting for the second coming of Jesus, but they were living, you know, waiting for the first coming of Jesus that came as a baby that was born into servitude when I'm assuming in their minds, like kind of how we, we think of Jesus when we read the scriptures and we read about, you know, Jesus coming on a cloud and there being trumpets and him riding in, you know, and I'm imagining like, man, I wonder if that's the, what they thought, you know, when they were thinking about the coming of their savior, that he would ride in and, you know, it was going to be this big to, to do. Right. But really, Jesus was born, you know, as we know the story, Jesus was born to a virgin. He came in as a baby in servitude, you know, and he wasn't, you know, he didn't come in as like a high king and in charge of all these things, but he came to serve. And I'm wondering like what that must have felt like for them, you know, just waiting like, oh, we keep hearing about this promise, this promise of Savior. And, you know, while they're waiting, you know, it's not like they were just waiting in vain. Like God still did miracles. God still saved the Israelites. Every time they found themselves, you know, caught up in some mess, God came in and he saved them. And I'm like, man, you come in, God, and you save me too when I get myself into some mess. And I am messy, <laughs> you know, but man, I just want to, I just wanted to take an opportunity and to just really um, just recognize that we are living in a day and an age where we are waiting for the coming Messiah. And it's highlighted, you know, during this time of the year because it's Christmas and it's the time designated on our calendar to celebrate, you know, the, the first coming of Jesus during his birth. But then also we're looking forward to the second coming of Jesus. But what would it look like if we lived our lives every day? Like, man, Jesus could come back today. Like he literally, like in this moment, while I'm recording this, Jesus could come back right now, you know, and, and the Bible tells us that no man knows the day nor the hour when Jesus will return. So what would our lives look like? Would there be like a huge, like, um, transition in our lives or would our lives look totally different if we woke up every morning and we're like, man, Jesus, you could come today. Like, how would that, how would our, how would our days change, you know? Would we go about the day with with gratefulness, with great expectation, just looking forward to it, happy? Like you ever wake up like as a kid, like maybe, you know, you woke up real early, like for Christmas. That, you know, I was going to say like a trip or something, but let's just say we're in December. Let's use Christmas. Back in the day, you know, for those of us who celebrated Christmas growing up, um, I know for me, me and my sister, we used to love to watch um, the Christmas story, you know. 
you remember uh, what was the kid? He got his tongue stuck on the pole. Oh, I can't even remember remember his name. But we used to watch this movie. It would be on reruns, um, Christmas Eve. We would step. My mom would let us stay up a little bit late, and we would just watch this movie. She's cooking, so you know you got the the food smelling good. You got the gifts wrapped. You know we're up late. Can't wait to wake up and open our gifts and this, that, and the third. Then on Christmas morning, you wake up, it's still dark outside, you know, and my mom was a type, you know, we couldn't just wake up and go open the gifts. Like she had to be up too. So, you know, we would get up and we would, you know, be making noise or whatever, because we got to, you know, wake mama up without going and say, mom, it's time to wake up. So we open our gifts, but you know, she would come out, we would open our gifts. We're excited. You know, we got all the stuff that we wanted, you know, and it's just a really like great time. Like you wake up with this expectation that I'm going to get this gift today. Like I'm going to get something today question what would it look like if we woke up every day like man we could get the gift of jesus today you know and even if it's not in a physical sense of jesus don't physically come back today but we get the gift of jesus today like his joy and his love and his kindness in a spiritual sense but we get it you know because god is here with us he's dwelling right here with us like that's the benefit of serving the god of christianity because we get the benefit of having a living god right here with us and so we can wake up every day with this great expectation and this joyfulness in our heart like we get this gift today you know because being with jesus every day is a gift to us he ain't gotta do that <laughs> especially the type of people we are and i'm gonna speak for myself especially the type of person that I am, God doesn't have to say, I'm going to gift you with myself today, but he does, you know? And so I can wake up every day and I'm preaching to myself right now with the expectation of, man, I get to get this gift today. So I told y'all that I did not write any notes for this episode. And so I could be all over the place right now. I'm just kind of talking as it's coming to me, but I really truly hope that it's making sense and I'm not just blabbering. Um, but yeah, so that's what I, so that's what I've been kind of thinking through with like Advent, like, you know, we we're celebrating, you know, the, the first coming of Jesus when he came to earth as a baby, but man, we're looking in great anticipation for the day when Jesus will come back and he will save all of us, you know, that are found in him. Um, and even until that day, in the meantime, we can wake up every day, you know, because every day we get to, you know, be with Jesus. We get to, you know, join the join God and whatever He is doing. We get the gift of His presence and His joy and all of the fullness thereof. And so, I just want to encourage you in that, you know, this this very fine December two thousand and twenty one. And then another thing I want to talk about, like as I'm talking about, like waiting, you know, waiting on the Lord and all that kind of stuff. Man, how do we wait? you know, um, not necessarily waiting for the coming of Jesus, but just waiting and anything. And I've had, you know, several conversations over the course of probably the last couple of months or so, just talking about like waiting for the Lord. Like if there's stuff that you've been praying about and um, stuff that you've been, you know, meditating on, meditating on the Lord's word, asking the Lord about, talking to your friends and, you know, your community about, and you're just really struggling in that waiting I just want to encourage you that waiting on God is the best kind of waiting that we can do. Um, though it can get really, really difficult, I get frustrated with God all the time. You know, um, I, me and God, you know, we wrestle back and forth because I struggle with control. I want to be in control all the time. I am helpless without when I when I feel like I'm not in control. So that means I'm I feel helpless a lot because I'm never in control. But uh, someone asked me a question recently, just reading through the book of Psalms. And it's like, you know, how do I wait? How do I wait on the Lord? 
You know, how do I not fight and I sit by and I just say, you know what, Lord, you know, Jesus, you you take the will. You know, how do I do this? You know, in the midst of my struggle, in the midst of, you know, whatever I have going on, how do I do this? And I said to her, I said, well, you know what? That's a good question. You know, and I don't have an answer for you. You know, all I can and I can encourage you, you know, to keep praying and to keep journaling and and to keep, you know, having these conversations, keep asking the questions of the Lord. But I, too, struggle with waiting on the Lord. And so I don't have a definitive answer for you. But what I can say to you is that what I know to be true is that God is faithful. I know that to be true to my core, that God is faithful. And I go through my ebbs and I go through my flows and I, I've been in the trenches. I've been in the swamps. But what I can say is that God is faithful to his children. He will show up. He will provide. He is a provider. You know, he will drop people into your life when you didn't know these folks were going to be dropped into your life. God is faithful. I've seen it. I've seen him do it. I've experienced it. And so if you're in a season of waiting, I myself am in a season of waiting. I feel like I'm always waiting, <laughs> you know, not just in this Advent season, but even in the season after that. Um, case in point, uh, one of the, the elders at, at my church had done a sermon and he said, you know, life is is about waiting. He said, you know, so either you're coming out of a season of waiting, you're currently in a season of waiting, or you're going into a season of waiting. We're always waiting, but waiting on the Lord will not be in vain because God will come through and God will blow your mind. And so you can trust God. You can trust God. So when his word says in Psalm 46 to wait on him, then that's what you do. You wait on the Lord because he will come through um, he will not leave you. The CSB version says, uh, this is Psalm 46, starting at verse eight. Come see the works of the Lord who brings devastation on the earth. He makes wars cease throughout the earth. He, shadow, he shatters bows and cuts spears to pieces. He sets wagons ablaze. Stop fighting and know that I am God, exalted, exalted among the nations, exalted on the earth. The Lord of armies is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. And if I hop over to, this is, uh, that was CSB, Christian Standard Bible. But if I hop over to New Living Translations, I want to look at Psalms 46. This is verse 10. So the CSB version said to stop fighting. The New Living Translation version says to be still and know that I am God. I will be honored by every nation. I will be honored throughout the world. The Lord of heaven's armies is here among us. The God of Israel is our fortress. Um, and so, yeah, so if you're in a season where, you know, you're like, Lord, I don't know what to do. Ain't moving. You know, what's happening? Life is moving. I'm at a standstill. I don't know which way is up, which way is down. Psalm 46, the instruction is clear. Be still and wait on the Lord because he is near. He is here with us. The Lord of heaven's armies is here among us. God has not left us to fend for ourselves. Um, and if we trust him, you know, he will do what his word says he will do. And so I want to encourage you in that. So that is my spiel for this episode. Um, so and I will go on to say that I do not know if this is going to be the last episode of the year yet. So if it's not, I will come back and I will, you know, do an episode on a happy new year and all that jazz. But I am working 
to plan out episodes for the new year, um, inviting some new guests in, um, talking through some scripture, all of that stuff. You know, I'm just really hoping and praying that these plans will come to fruition and that God will equip me to do what he has called me to do. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you rocking with me for being here, for not leaving, for waiting in great anticipation because we're in Advent season and you've been waiting for a long time for this episode to drop. So thank you so much. So now join me in waiting for the Lord to come back to reclaim what is his. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you. And until we meet, y'all be good. Also have a very Merry Christmas. And in case I don't do an episode before the end of this year and a happy new year. I love you all. Thank you so much for tuning in. Be good.